Neutron Crystallography Opportunities, Challenges and Limitations A review by Matthew Blackley, Paul Langen, Nobu Nimura and Alberto Poggiarni from IGBMC, Strasbourg, France and other institutes. Current Opinion in Structure Biology, 2008 Neutron Crystallography has had an important but relatively small role in structural biology of the years. In this review of recently determined neutron structures, a theme emerged as a field currently expanding beyond its traditional boundaries to address larger, more complex problems with smaller samples and shorter data collection times and employing more sophisticated structural determination and refinement methods. The origin of these transformations can be found in a number of advances including first the development of neutron image plates and quasi-LRA methods at nuclear reactor neutron sources and the development of time-of-flight LRA methods and electronic detectors at spallation neutron sources. Second, new facilities and methods for sample perduration and crystallization. Third, new approaches and computational tools for structure determination. Introduction Knowing exactly where hydrogen atoms are and how they are transferred between biomicromolecules, solvent molecules and substrates is important for understanding many biological processes. Neutron crystallography and say is a powerful technique for locating hydrogen atoms and is used to provide information on the protonation state of amino acids, residues, the identity of solvent molecules and the nature of bonds involving hydrogen. Neutron crystallography can also be used to identify hydrogen atoms that are exchanged with deuterium and the extent to these replacement thus providing a tool for identifying isotopically labelled structure features and for studying solvent accessibility and macromolecular dynamics, complementary to NMR techniques. The big disadvantage of neutron crystallography is the relatively low flux of available neutron beams, which requires either big crystals or very long exposure times for smaller crystals in order to have a measurable diffraction signal. Previous reviews in this journal have outlined the advantages of using neutron crystallography but with relatively few examples of its application and I have looked toward a brighter fuse in which the disadvantage of the relatively low flux of available neutron beams is overcome. Since then there has been greatly increased activity in this field and the focus of this review is on the increasing number of new neutron structures published over the past two years. We shall discuss the methodological and technological advances that are responsible for this increase in scientific productivity and what opportunities, challenges and limitations for future holds. New structures. Details of recently published structures are given in Table 1. Combining neutron crystallography of enzymes, human aldose reductase HAR, 
Dxylus isomerase Xi from Streptomyces rubiginosus. Diisopropyl fluorophosphate DFPase from Loligovulgaris and endothiapsacin from Endothia parasitica with complementarity information from X-ray crystallography and quantum mechanical and molecular dynamics modeling has answered key questions about reaction mechanisms. HAR reduces a wide range of substrates by hydrate transfer from C4 of a NADPH cofactor and a proton donation from HAR itself. Blakely and others have unveiled the internal organization and mobility of the hydrogen bond network of the catalytic engine. The results suggest that HAR overcomes the difficulty of simultaneously satisfying the requirements of being an effective catalyst and a promiscuous one by using a distal proton donor, acting on a flexible final proton carrier capable of accommodating different substrates. Two catalytic aspartate thyrene glycine sequences from the active sides of the aspartic proteinase endothiapepsine with a catalytic water bound tightly between the aspartates Turin and others and Coates and others have determined the hydrogen bond arrangement in the tetrahedrical binding motif formed by these aspartates and a difluoroketone inhibitor. This complex is a more complete analogue of the transition state than a previous one with a hydroxyethylene inhibitor and provides a snapshot of possible proton transfer during the reaction. Hydrogen atoms have been located at different stages of the sugar isomerization reaction catalyzed by XI, greatly impacting our understanding of the reaction mechanism. After a ring opening state involving the histidine 54 aspartate 57 pair, the substrate is extended and tethered at either end by hydrogen bonds. A metal-bound water molecule close to the C1-C2 site of isomeration is deprotonated, as lysine-289 is protonated. Meanwhile, O2 of the substrate is deprotonated and the resulting unstable intermediate is stabilized by removing hydrogen from C2 and adding hydrogen to C1. The precise role of the activated water molecule in this proton transfer remains to be determined. Proposed catalytic mechanisms for the phosphotriesterase DFPase include esterase hydrolysis by nucleophilic attack on the phosphorus atom of the bound substrate by an activated water molecule. However, the recent observation of a covalent intermediate between substrate and aspartate 229 suggests a new mechanism in which the carboxylate at carbon atom of the intermediate is attacked by water. Blum and others have revealed that in the holoenzyme the catalytic calcium coordinates a key water molecule and that 
aspartate-229 is clearly deprotonated in support of the newly proposed mechanism. Dihydrofolate reductase, DHFR, has become an important chemotherapeutic and antimicrobial drug target. Bennett and others starkly revealed that a ring nitrogen atom N1 of the anti-cancer drug MTX undergoes induced protonation unbinding to DHFR from E. coli, imparting it with a favorable positive charge for ionic interaction with unprotonated aspartate 27 and partly expanding its preferential binding of the natural DHF substrate. The functional mechanisms of photoactive yellow protein PYP from Holorodospina holophila and human hemoglobin HPA have been studied by a combination of neutron crystallography and X-ray crystallography. PYP absorbs light by its paracomeric acid chromophore PCA currently attached to cysteine-69 and is thought to be involved in the negative photoactive response of the organism to blue light. In its ground state, Fish and others have revealed that the phenolate oxygen of PCA accepts two short hydrogen bonds and the tyrene 50 or gamma 1 stabilizes these arrangements by donating an hydrogen bond to tyrene 42 oxygen knee. However, deuterium hydrogen between PCA and tyrosine 42 is only partially occupied, indicating a resistance to exchange, or that it also interacts with tyrene 50, possibly in a resonance between the two bonds. Human hemoglobin efficiently transports O2 from lung to tissue. Binding of O2 to hemoglobin, heme sites, is regulated by protons and by inorganic anions. Chakat and others have determined the protonation states of key distal residues of histidine alpha 58 and histidine beta 63 in a deoxy form, which contribute to the T state bore effect of human hemoglobin. Further neutron crystallography datasets have been collected from biomicromolecules, including high-resolution deoxyhemoglobin, porcine pancreatic elastase, nucleic acids, thaumatine, and rasburicase, and structure determinations are underway. Advances in neutron beam line technology and methods a number of technological and methodological advances are now fully exploited on neutron beam lines. Neutron image plates mounted on cylindrical drums, originally developed by the Japanese Atomic Energy Agency GAR, in the 1990s, can completely surround the sample, maximizing the number of reflections simultaneously recorded on beam lines at nuclear reactor neutron sources run by GAEA and the Institute Loi Langwegevin ILL on BIX3 and BIX4 at JAEA 
a series of elastically bent perfect silicon plates produced a high flux beam for monochromatic data collection with high signal-to-noise ratios. Data collected using a step scan mode with each exposure lasting from 15 to 60 minutes and a total of 500 to 1000 such frames are required for a typical data set. On LADI3 at the ILL data collected using a quasi-loy method in order to provide a rapid survey of reciprocal space while reducing background scattering and reflection overlap compared to the use of the full white beam. Various nickel-titanium multilayer band pass filters are available so one can select the wavelength range and wavelength best suited to the sample. The crystal is mounted on the goniometer head along the cylindrical drum axis and is rotated around this axis for each successive image. The neutron beam, which enters and leaves via opposed holes in the cylinder, interacts with the crystal to produce black reflections, which are coded on the neutron image plates mounted on the inside cylindrical surface. LADI-3 is a recent replacement for the old LADI instrument used to collect data from crystals as small as 0.15 mm cubic. An improved reading system located internally provides a two-fold to three-fold gain in neutron detection. For example, data sets have been collected in 3.5 days to 2 Armstrong resolution from a 1.4 mm cubic thaumatin crystal and over several days to 2 Armstrong resolution from a periodurated antifreeze protein AFP only 0.13 mm cubic in volume. The protein crystallography station PCS at Los Alamos Neutron Science Center LANSCE is the first neutron crystallography beam line to be built at a spallation source and has been operational since the end of 2002. Neutrons are produced from a coupled high flux water moderator impulses at a rate of 20 Hz and then travel 28 meter down a vacuum pipe with collimation inserts tapering the beam to a final divergence of 0.12 degree. The time and energy structure of the beam and also its relatively small divergence has allowed data to be collected efficiently and with enhanced signal-to-noise with the frame-of-flight TOF Loy technique from crystals as small as 0.3 mm cubic. The data are recorded as 3D TOF Loi patterns on a large position sensitive electronic detector with a spatial resolution of less than a millimeter and are processed using a version of the software TTREC modified for TOF Loi techniques. These wavelength resolved Loi techniques has rapid and efficient coverage reciprocal space and does not suffer from reflection overlap and a build-up on background scattering 
of the selected wavelength range. Advances in sample preparation Deuteration, replacing hydrogen by deuterium, is a powerful method for changing the scattering contrast of specific parts of a micromolecule and also for enhancing its scattering properties. Water and labile hydrogen atoms in proteins can be substituted by soaking crystals in D2O mother liquid. To substitute the remaining hydrogen atoms requires gene expression in a deuterated growth media, which offers several advantages, such as the use of smaller crystal volumes, the ability to collect data from larger and more complex systems, shorter data collection times, and potentially higher resolution data. The ILL-EMBL Deuteration Laboratory, D-Lab, running since 2003, has allowed neutron crystallography studies using crystals as small as circa 0.1 mm cubic. At the Biological Deterioration Laboratory, BDL, at LANSCE, an algae-based approach is used, described in its application to studying the catalytic mechanism of haloalkane dehalogenase from Xanthobacter eutropicus by Liu and others. For hydrogenated proteins, optimizing crystal volume is still a bottleneck. In such situations, larger hydrogenated crystals are required. A similar problem occurs if perdeuterated crystals are too small. Knowledge of the macromolecular crystallization phase diagram allows large crystals to be obtained. At the ILL-EMBL Grenoble, a device which combines the use of the temperature control with seeding to drive the process of crystallization has been developed. While at GAERI, a device based on a novel dialysis method is used to grow large crystals based on the phase diagram for the protein concentration versus precipitant concentration. Advances in structure determination and refinement methods. A macromolecular neutron crystallography MNC consortium between Los Alamos and Berkeley National Laboratories has been established to develop computational tools. A patch designed NCNS for the existing structure solution program called CNS has been developed, which combines for the first time, which combines global X-ray crystallography, neutron crystallography, and energy refinement with cross-validated maximum likelihood simulated annealing refinement. NCNS has already been used to determine the joint X-ray and neutron structures of PYP, DFPs, nucleic acids, endothiapepsine, difluoroketone, and HPA. Macromolecular neutron crystallography has also added neutron crystallography capabilities to Phoenix and Phoenix dot refine has been used to determine the X-ray and neutron structures of HAR. The future development of NCNS and Phoenix will be greatly aided by a hydrogen and hydration in proteins 
database HHDB. The catalogs all halogen atom positions determined by neutron crystallography. The HHDB is an important new research tool that provides a graphic interface for visualizing and analyzing all types of interactions involving hydrogen atoms, in addition to determining hydrogen positions. Neutron crystallography coupled with the hydrogen-deuterium exchange HDX method is a powerful probe for investigating molecular dynamics. A global analysis of the HDX has shown that it can also be used to identify the constituents of the hydrophobic protein core and constitute minimal folding domains. Hautmann and Langs have extended the neutron shake and bake SMB protocol for neutron macromolecular structure determination by including the analysis of treatment of hydrogen deuterium labeled isomorphous pairs of macromolecular structures. The first proof of principle experiments for these ab initial phasing techniques were performed on LADI3 using rubrodoxin. Datasets were collected on both perdurated rubrodoxin crystal and an isomorphous derivative in which hydrogen-labeled amino acids clearly seen in preliminary maps were collectively introduced into deuterated rubrodoxin. Conclusions As described in the New Structures section, neutron crystallography has recently provided key biological information, notably about enzymatic mechanisms. This increase in the biological impact of neutron crystallography is due both to the improvement of data collection facilities and of perdurated samples. Efforts in increasing crystal volume still an important bottleneck are essential to take full advantage of perduration. Moreover, selective labeling of specific amino acids or nucleotides within a molecule can also allow novel approaches in structure determination. The rate of expansion of neutron crystallography is likely to increase with continued improvements to existing beam lines, like the recent replacement of the LADI station at the ILL by the LADI-3 and the addition of a number of new beam lines with greatly increased capabilities. In addition to two new beam lines for neutron crystallography at the reactor sources run by ANSTO and FRM2, three new beam lines are being built at the next generation spallation neutron sources. The spallation neutron source, SNS, the Oak Ridge National Laboratory and the Japan Proton Accelerator Research Complex, G-Park in Japan. At the SNS, Topaz will be able to resolve unit cell edges of up to 50 Armstrong, whereas Mendai is optimized for larger unit cell systems of 150 Armstrong and beyond. At J-Park, IBIX scheduled for Operation 2008 is projected to improve data collection efficiency over BIX3 and BIX4 by two orders of magnitude. If intensities can be increased by an order of magnitude 2, 
then in principle it would be possible to study crystals that are correspondingly smaller in volume. The consequences of these developments will be enormous. The dramatic decrease in crystal size will have very positive impact on the usefulness of single crystal neutron diffraction in the field of structural biology. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. Follow me on Twitter and on other podcast platforms. Thank you.